So it was me and uh, Charmander. And it was way too early for this nonsense. And we were just barely able to roll out of bed. Uh, and we, you know, we poured ourselves a cup of coffee. We had ourselves a nice pancake breakfast, bacon and eggs over easy, mind you. Uh, and then we just were like, we can't face the day any longer. So we found, we pulled out our friend Shedinja as longtime listeners of the, of the podcast will know. Uh, we have a Shedinja also, and we looked right into his back and he sucked our souls right up in there and we died forever. And that's it. The end. That's, that's why you don't do mornings. Good morning, listener. Welcome to After Dark Ride. No holds barred, no nothing podcast. We're talking about Pokemon Hurt, the ones we love. I am Brett. That one is Gracie. Gracie, say hi. Hello. And we are back again. You're listening to this at the normal normal time Whatever and date. Time it comes you out. You know, it comes out or it comes it, you know, Gracie, it does come out in the morning. So there's a there's a That's decent true. chance that if anybody's listening to this, it is in the morning. Although I can't imagine anybody that listens to this thing as soon as it as soon as it comes out. But you never know. But if you are, yeah. good morning. Good morning to you, Gracie. Good morning. Good it's morning. Early. It's very early. So normally, uh, peek behind the veil, we normally record super late to accommodate uh, Gracie. At like school. 11 p.m. Yeah. And I, and you know, accommodate for the things that I do in the evening. So we usually do late recordings. Um, but yeah, here we are. Bright and early it in the morning. It is 8 a.m. Uh, for me, it's 9.30 or 9 but it, it's uh yeah time to time wake up Gracie time to to meet the day greet it and is she gone is she gone forever <laughs> she's she said nope I'm peacing out uh while Gracie figures out why she no longer wants to be on the show because she'd rather be in bed uh there's plenty of stuff to go over in the Pokemon world of things okay. And she's back. Hey, my uh, bad. she is. Welcome she, to Zoom she, crashes. She just took a nap. She took a nap right <laughs> inside the Pokeball. She went back. She went in there, took a quick snooze. time quick stasis snooze. nap. Time was deleted and nothing existed. Mm -hmm. After several thousand years of sleeping, she's back out and energized and ready to go. But there, Gracie, I was just saying, that, let's go. Speaking of go. There's oh. go news. Uh, and you know what? We It's such good go news. We should throw a festival. Uh, you know we what? Should let's fest it let's up. have a go Pokemon Go festival. What do you think? I, I am. I, you know, I love Go Fest. I really do. Mm -hmm. Is this what I take my hot take? Because I'm gonna like say it. Uh huh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Give no, us okay. your thoughts. So I obviously like everybody loves global, right? Everybody loves having fun with, um, whenever things go well with global, um. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, Let's see. Mm -hmm. Uh Osaka and London. Uh-huh. Right. August, are the two... August 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh for um, both cities, Osaka and feel London. I feel like it's a I feel like it's an interesting take for Niantic to hold a giant festival in two giant cities at the same time. Also, I we'll talk about the American one here in a minute, but those two, like I I would much rather like no offense to to the, the city that it's at this year, but if I if money was no object, man, I'm going to Osaka or I'm going to London. Oh, easy. Yeah. But yeah. continue. But anyway, so it's like interesting. I wonder how those I know there's time zone differences, but like it's still an all weekend thing. Like I'm very curious how their servers do. Anyway, and then there's uh New York City. New York City. New York and... You remember those commercials with the salsa? I do. Yeah, New York City. Yeah. They don't know salsa in New York City. They don't. Um, so, hot take. I, mean, I I wish I could go. Maybe that's why I'm salty. But Me too. Um, the timing is weird. It's in the like late, mid to late August. It's like August 18th or 19th or something like that. Um, so, you know, when a bunch of schools are starting. Yeah. Which is odd. Yep. Um, it's in a very expensive city. If As far as like... Well, cheaper than if you or I went to Osaka, Japan, or London, England. Yes. Like, just for but the I sake mean, like, of... hotels and, like, things, right? You'll just save money on, on flying within the country. That's also, that's fair. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, I looked up how much it would have been if it was in Seattle. 
that weekend. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I want to get a hotel not, like, in, like, East Harlem, I think the hotel for, like, three nights was, like, 600 Okay. Versus if I wanted to do it in Seattle, across the street from Seattle Center, it was 330 Yeah, that's definitely a big difference. I don't think that I, that's, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. It is the city that never sleeps, the Big Apple, whatever else you call it, you know, like... One of the most world famous cities in in our, in our solar system, right? Like as far as cities in the United States go, solar I, system. Yeah, I, like that. I almost said one of the it. one of the biggest world city cities of the world in the cities world. Cities of the world in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to solar system. Um, because I know that because I know that's true. Uh, you know, I. No, that's fair. That's fair. I when you think about cities, if you're outside of the, the U.S. and you think about cities think in the New U.S. York. New York's got to be top three, right? Like, I think... Well, and, like, London is, like, when you're thinking of... Not in the U.S., but, like, when you're thinking of, like, world cities, London is the, the other one, so that makes sense, too, as far as, yeah, like, I, why they paired I, it that way. I agree. I agree. Actually, you know what? I'm willing to say New York City's probably number one at the top of the mind of people out, for people outside the U.S. When they think about big American cities, they probably think about New York because it's such oh, a... Yeah. It's such a cornerstone of our nation. You know, it's where so many families got their start when they arrived. Right. Very Ellis Island. Yeah. All that stuff. No, that's true. Statue of Liberty. Oh, I mean, less cool. 9-11. I mean, all these things. It uh, is very, yeah. It's an an iconic city. Um, Yeah. And I I don't like I expect. I would have expected those hotel rooms, like you said. I expected like all lodging, regardless of GoFest. Like GoFest, like New York probably doesn't give a damn about GoFest. No, <laughs> like they they could take it or leave it. It's just another thing that happens to be have you know in what New doesn't want to happen right. in New York. So like those those hotel rooms, like in a city in a smaller city, you would expect like hotels to become more expensive because of the event. I, I and this is not going to have New a different York. rate. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. I, also, I don't really want to visit a like concrete city in the late august even if it is on the coast like it's gonna be i mean it's not gonna be like chicago hot but it's still gonna be hot yeah it's august so yeah Um, new york is right on the water for you know i don't i i don't know what august in new york is like honestly so i'm not i'm not sure oh um it's like upper 80s okay it it could be worse they could have done go fest in like la Well, I was gonna say like something like at Los Angeles in August, or or it's Dallas. It's not that bad in L.A. Or Dallas in August. L.A. is right by the water too. Or Houston. Houston or, would be trash. Everyone would die. Everyone would die in Texas in August. It's so freaking hot. Or Louisiana, or like if they did like oh, oh New Orleans God. in August. Can you imagine New Orleans in August? I've been there. It's ugh. people would actually have heat stroke and die. Yeah, it's it's rough. It is rough um, in that, under that all the sun, humidity. Louisiana sun and the humidity. Um, yeah, and then the other thing is, I found out because I was like, I tweeted about it, so you might have already seen this already if you like follow my Twitter. But um, at v gracie z at v gracie z. Um, so the Airbnb there was a new law that was signed in New York City that all Airbnbs are going to be illegal unless they're like. You have to like uh, you have to register them with the mayor. You have to, and then you have to register them with the mayor. But not only that, but like you have to, um, you can't have your own space. This has to be with the person who owns it. So you have to like share the space with them. Uh-huh. None of the doors on the inside can have locks. Um, it's like a bunch of like weird regulations. But that on top weird. of it, like it's gonna be something that like you're not gonna want to stay there, right? What does it mean the doors inside can't have locks? What about the bathroom? Like, I don't know. Someone could just barge in while you're pooping. They're like, ah, oh, surprise poop. Speaking of which, hey, are you pooping? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There she goes, loving my life, pooping, pooping all throughout the house, just leaving a trail everywhere she goes. Leaving <laughs> a trail. Need to find, need to find her. Just follow the trail. Um, That's funny. Uh, yeah, I guess it stands to reason if you're having a housing shortage where people actually need places to live, yep. to get to work and stuff like that. And you have all these places that are being bought and used as Airbnb. and then like empty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like the I think the regulations are I mean obviously I think the like the law makes sense but I don't know about like the actual regulations it, inside so like so that's not my thing. Hotels but. are expensive 
So people mm-hmm. are like, I'm going to look up. Naturally, when you go to some place where the hotels are expensive, the next thing you do is to try and get a deal is to try to look for Airbnbs to try and get underneath that. Right. Price. Or Verba, um, whatever you use. Right. So all then of, all of it's the same as far as like the law. Like it's right. all the same. It's not right. just Airbnb. So, uh, so I'm saying like if all the hotels, if all the people that are trying to go visit New York City is just a vacation or whatever, they start looking for Airbnbs because hotels are so expensive. Then all of a sudden there's a huge need for Airbnbs. So people start buying up property to turn them into Airbnbs just so they can come in underneath that hotel number. Um, mm, now and, it's illegal. And, and so now like the hotels are like, we want our money. Ah. So yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Um, well, and like the hotel prices are probably going to go up because they don't have as much competition. I wonder if it would be possible to like be outside of New York City and just commute in. Like if you, I, I don't know how close. Are no. You know, um, so idea? my cousin, well, okay. So like it's in, of the boroughs, mm-hmm. it's between Harlem and Bronx. I was told by a um, family member that lives in Manhattan, do not stay in the Bronx. Okay. Or South Bronx. Like don't. Um, this is coming from someone who's like, I know people like are scared about like, some people get really touchy about like racial or like, um, other like issues in like, uh, neighborhoods, but this is not the case. Like she used to live in East Harlem. She's like very, you know, progressive and like knows like the city in and out. And she just said, don't stay in the Bronx. She's like, stay in Harlem. So she's like, it's a much, much better area. And so I was like, okay. And so, uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, so she lives in Manhattan. I don't know. She lives in Manhattan. And so, like, I asked her, like, hey, can I stay with you? And she's like, well, where's the thing at? It's almost an hour commute from Manhattan to this place by train. Uh, it sucks. Or by by transit, whatever it is. And you know all those, those trains are filled with ghost faces, if I'm led to believe that Scream is a real story. Yeah. Obviously. So it's like one of those things like if you're outside of New York City, it's like as the even like all the boroughs, you'd be like hours to get into the city. Yeah. That a bummer. And so well, yeah. Our, so, so, I mean, our... so what I mean by this is I hope everyone that goes has fun. I hope oh, absolutely. That, I hope that it works out for everybody else, but we will not be able to go. I, also I, uh, talking to my you husband, about yourself. When you say the we, the royal we. Okay, well my husband also cannot go. Okay. Because so he'll our, be teaching. Our after dark ride representative has been kicked from the event. What it what, what it actually was Rude. is is Niantic said that Gracie was too cool. I was and banned. If they if she went, then then they couldn't let anybody else in because it would just be she's just I would too take awesome. up all the cool space. Yeah, all the cool space. So uh maybe next year, Gracie. Um I was kinda hoping for Seattle again too. Uh, Me although, too. although I'm sure that our compatriots like uh, Ken Pescator is going to have a just a blast with the pub crawl right. in New York City. I bet that's going to be a lot. Oh of yeah, fun. that sounds like fun. Like that sounds I, like a great time. That's mostly the reason I want to go is to to visit with Pokemon friends and network and things like that. But as for me, I don't think I'm going to make it either. Yet again, for the millionth year in a row. Uh, by the way, it's on August 18th, 19th, and 20th that you mentioned That's what I thought. earlier. I like, remember some of them, but I can remember if it was the whole. Currently dealing with a move, and kids will be starting their new schools and stuff around that time. Like, it's just going to be too busy it's in hard. life around there. So it's extremely unlikely that that your boy gets to go. Uh, no, no word on, like, bonuses or, like, the featured Pokemon or anything like that just yet. They just announced, like, the days and the times, but I'm sure me and Gracie will do the global event. When, oh, yeah. You know, oh, they did announce, call. like, um, as far as, like, tickets and stuff, they did announce, like, they're still gonna do, like, the add-ons or something like that. Like, you know, like, you could do an egg thing or a city-wide thing. Yeah, I heard about that, but I also just couldn't care enough to pay attention. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, I don't need to hatch those loot boxes. Um, other news: uh, there was a Scarlet and Violet leak, which gives the release date for Pokemon Home compatibility May twelfth. So l- less than a month here, we'll have Home compatibility finally. Um, and I feel like it's kind of too late for me. Like I- I've I've done everything that I'm willing to do in Scarlet and Violet. I don't really have any interest in in pulling my hair out at a seven star raid and constantly trying to build up new Pokemon specifically just to beat a raid and get a po- like I'm 
it's usually it's usually not too hard to do like a mystery trade and get a baby version <laughs> yeah you know, when, when people breed for shinies they tend to they tend to just put those in the mystery trade and you end up getting one that way that's how i got you know uh froki and a couple others but nice i just yeah i feel like not, that's a big for me if they were a little like... bit easier like if they were five star raids i would think it's more fun but like when you're getting up into those seven star boys they're just just too yeah it's not fun well, and it's one of those things where I've never had great success with them unless I'm in, like, a voice call with other people. And then it's, like, you have to, like, make sure everyone's, like, on the same page. You or, know like, what? You know I, I mean? was like, going to say the same exact thing. I was going to say, like, something as hard as a seven-star raid that, that requires coordination, it would be so useful if you could talk to people that you're in the game with. Okay, okay the, the boss just used this move. You need to use this move. Um, right, and that's the whole thing is, like, I understand, like, you know, they're very, very uh, resistant to turn on, like, communication like that, and understandably very so. Very resistant to provide basic gamer experiences that other <laughs> companies do, and it's, like, not a big deal. Like, you, like a 10-year-old well... can get on his PlayStation and talk with his friends on Fortnite, and the world hasn't come to the end, Nintendo. Catch I up know. to the fucking times. You can still... They don't want to. Uh, but no, ruin we're not the giving children. them a. Bu- no, we're not giving them a buy. You can offer that <laughs> full functionality and still get, gatekeep it behind parental controls. That's fair. That's Easy. fair. You could then do more. You if you're do an more that adult, way. male or female like us, and want to talk to each other while you do a raid to co- best coordinate or your, your strategies, you can turn off the parental controls and play because you're an adult. Like. I don't get why it's so hard to implement. You have all the money and time and and talent in the world to to implement. Now, I'm not being specific to the Pokemon. I'm talking about Nintendo at this point. Like it's like across yeah, no, all I, their I systems across all time. Like, well, it's I just, mean, like Animal Crossing is chat ability. If I have to use a separate app on a separate device, so that like Discord on my phone, and then just to talk to people during a raid, it's just I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's just, yeah. it's not, it's not, it, it's outweighing the work to fun ratio is off balance and I just don't want to do it. Um, well, yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, like I said, like Animal Crossing has, you can type. And so like, there should be a way to like, at least do that. So like, yeah, sure. Like voice, maybe whatever, but like typing chat, but, you but typing, say, like, but there's a time limit on raids. Like you, you can't like, if you're taking time to type, you're like losing time. Well, and... no, I meant before it starts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like, mean, that's true. But I'm going need... to start with this. I'm going to start with this. This is what my Pokemon has as far as move goes. This is how we can strategize. Then you go into the right. raid. But it still would be useful when the boss uses Swords oh, Dance. Yeah. If you could say, oh, hey, uh, does anybody have the move? I don't know. Protect or whatever. And right. then, like, oh, yeah, I do. I'll go ahead and use it on my next turn. Like, that's kind of on the that's fly fair. strategy. Um, so yeah, but I was, anything, what I was saying was like Pokemon Home arriving is a little bit late. Like the time that yeah. I wish I could have had access to my Pokemon in Pokemon Home so that I could play and have fun in the world of Scarlet and Violet, that time is to me is just it's kind of past. Like maybe right. it's like maybe it I'll to be do right away, the... but also like not this late. <sighs> I wish it was like within the first like two months. Yeah, I like, think that's I, reasonable. Give people two months to experience the game as intended and then, and after... then open it up. And then open it up because by then, you know, Christmas is done. Uh, maybe three months. Maybe you get through January. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Make, you know, get get a couple months, two months removed from Christmas. So right. February. But it's been several months. So. Yeah. Uh, so it's two months. It's just a little miss the timing for for me anyway. Like, uh, maybe I'll oh, for me go too. to it I just... maybe when the DLC comes out. Maybe I'll I'll revisit that if I decide to even pick up the DLC. We'll see. Well, there's a non-Pokemon game that's coming out that I'm probably going to focus my time on, so we'll see. Cassette Beasts? No. Oh, okay. Um, There's also uh, a Pokemon... Wild, too, oh, that. Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. Oh, an open-world game? The first... You mean the, the sequel to the highly, highly lauded first open-world game of all time? Uh, Not all time. In uh, Nintendo. <laughs> that's the way people treat it. Um... There's also a Pokemon Presents on May 2nd, so look forward to that. I'm sure me and Gracie will will watch it and record our reaction for y'all. Do you think they're going to have another AI Pikachu? Did we ever find out that thing was real? Nightmarish. It, it, it's a clone of a... They, they call it a cat and a mouse and... 
inbreded enough. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, uh, Cleavor Raid Day in May of May 6th. May 6th. So here in a couple. May 6th. Like here really soon. Uh, So Cleavor from uh, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, the Hisui region, is the ancient evolution of Scyther. It is coming to Pokemon Go, and it's going to have its own special in-game event, May 6, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. During this window, it will appear frequently in three-star arrays, which is mwah, chef's kiss. It's a mm-hmm. nice, nice point. Like, you you know, Gracie will probably be able to solo those, which feels great to me. Maybe. It's Maybe. less... They, they need to rework gems and raids a little bit, I think, anyway. Um, because just increased buffing numbers and increasing numbers isn't a way to boost fun the fun factor of it right um so i think three stars is a nice compromise there because i fully expected it to be five stars for no reason even though it's right. not legendary um just to just to get the grade passes out of people um you also have an increased chance of encountering shiny cleavor which is a great shiny it's green bright green just like scyther uh but i'm on the record as not liking cleavor at all I think really? oh yeah you do yeah you, yeah that's right I think he's a bad design, a poorly designed Pokemon, uh, and he it's an ancient evolution of Scyther, but he doesn't maintain enough of Scyther to to look like he just looks out of place in the Scyther. I'm looking at pictures of him right now again to remind myself. It's very like jagged and crusty, which isn't what I don't know. It, it just doesn't do it for me. I actually like I kind of appreciate it. I wish I feel like it could have been definitely cleaner of a design, but I do like the idea of like the not guillotine, but like the the axes. I like those. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. But uh, they're just kind of, and then he's got these little spindly arms. I don't know. It don't there's know. just something off that with the design that I just don't really like. Uh, it's of note that you will not be able to evolve Scyther into Cleavor during this event, which tracks. I'm pretty sure there's some other Hisuian Pokemon that can't evolve from the regular Pokemon either. Um. But that's not really a big deal, I don't think. Again, right. three stars makes it more available. And the remote raid pass limit will be increased to 10 on Sunday, May 6th, from 12 a.m. until 11.59 p.m. local time, I guess, uh, if you wanted to pay for those things. Earn up to five additional daily raid passes from spinning gems the event and up to two hours afterwards. And that is Cleavor. Fantastic. Uh, Gracie had to go do something, so while she did, I just wanted to show up this, uh, I don't know if you can see it, it's a Pokemon TCG mystery pack, if you're watching on Spotify and or YouTube, and, uh, it says, look for vintage packs. On the back, it says, just to say I love you, each and every day. It is from that special pooper of mine, um... And I was like, you know what? I'm going to open this on live on the recording. <laughs> uh, and it looks here like we got a hollow Hippowdon right out the get-go. Not sure what set that's from. Does it say? I'm sure it says. I'm sure there's a symbol somewhere, and I'm just not familiar enough to know. Um, but then we got a pack of... Vivid Voltage, Sword and Shield, Vivid Voltage. Uh, welcome back, Gracie. Uh, I trust you wash your hands. I did. Uh, lovely. Um, so I was just saying how I was. Wait, gifted... you're still recording? Uh, yeah, I I went ahead and and wanted to. Oh my god! For the sake of time, you know. Sorry. Um, I received a just a gift pack of cards. It was actually <gasps> a mystery pack. Oh. Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun to open it on the show, which is something I had planned all along. Uh, nice. And let's see, we have a Slugma. Okay. Slugma, yeah. Yep. Wismer. Okay. Very kind of cute art. He's crying. Oh. In a fountain. He is the fountain? Question mark. Exegek. Okay. Just hold it up to my head like I'm a psychic. A woo bat. A woo bat. Oh, Beldum. Oh. Look at that. Look at that art for Beldum. Oh, oh it's is uh, it shiny or is it just? Uh, no, that's that's my green. Not screen. shiny. I mean, uh, foil. No, it's not. It's just it's just a cute 
just you Google Vivid Voltage Beldum, dear listener, and he's just like a little guy in like a little bush, just looking at you Aww. with his little eyeball. Uh, this is a hollow. It was. You just dropped. <laughs> yeah, I just like flung it halfway Threw it. across the ground. Get out of here, fan B, fan fee. Fan fee. This one is a hollow. I don't think we can get hollows or nightmares. I can kind of see it. Uh, Quagsire. Ooh, drop that one too. Quagsire. Yeah. Nice. Let's see it. Holding anything from here. Ooh, purple energy. The color Ooh. of royalty. Bouncer. A matang. So I can involve my cute little beldum. Yeah, you can. A mighty Yenna. Mm. Fantastic. And a beauty. Oh, okay. Uh, there it is. I see it. A beauty. Uh, just a standard beauty. And a code card. What was the rare in this pack exactly? The foil that was trying to trying to be rare. Uh, no, that was in the middle of the pack. They're usually in the oh. front of the back. I guess maybe Mike Yenna would have been the rare. Well. I'm not certain. They don't seem to have, like, a rarity on the card the way, like, Magic the Gathering does. Like, Magic the Gathering has, like, a black symbol for common, a gray symbol for uncommon, and a gold symbol for rare. And then it's, like, a deep, like, reddish gold for mythic. Oh. So, our gaming store has gotten rid of a lot of their Pokemon stuff, unfortunately. No, no. But, or cards, I mean. Like, they don't buy as many, or, like, they don't have as many packs as they used to. But, okay, this is, like, cheesy. And so, like, I don't think I'll actually go back and buy it. Love but cheese. I was, like, really... Um, I was, like, looking through their bi- old binders, and they have... I don't know if this is gonna work. Hold on. Uh, we'll see. Hold on. They have the old... Sabrina Slowbro. Slow oh, slow yeah, and it's like um, I looked it up on TCG, and it's I mean, like what three dollars on TCG, which plus for an old like a dollar ninety nine for shipping, so it's going to cost you more like five dollars to buy it off. Of right. TCG, well, I just meant like a... they go off of TCG prices, so like... of course I, I'm finding that most stores do. Yeah, so, uh, like, but you're I... saving money in the store just on shipping. Yeah. But I'm just like most of the cards that you find that are like the old like original packs like these are like two cents. So I was like, that's interesting that it's like three dollars. But mm-hmm. I think um, I, I don't know. I kind of want to go back and get it because it's like cute or like nostalgic kind of or whatever. But not not sponsored by TCGPlayer.com. Not but at please, all. But please sponsor us. Please. Sponsor us. <laughs> um, That'd be cool. I just put in an order on TCG Player. Uh, so I'm building a Urabrask deck in Magic the Gathering, a commander deck specifically. Hmm, and I those have are words. Those are words. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you look here at this fucking gorgeous card, like this is all it looks cool. All this Whatever like it is. light coloring. I, it's hard to tell. It is fo- is uh, foil. I can tell that. Yeah, like I can see like the rainbow. Like like even the lead. Well. Yeah, even the letters look like the whole thing is foil, and it's just a beautiful card. And it's a double-sided card as well. Oh, wow. So if you look on the back, there's the there's the back of the card also as well. Hmm. So, I didn't know. How do you, like, hide that? Like, how do you... How do you play you with just it? Know, like, how do you, do you just know before... Well, so in Commander, your Commander is removed from the game in the Command Zone, so you don't actually put it in the deck. So... Uh, I have I have the regular copy of Urabrask, as you'll see here. So what I've done is I'll when I play with this card in a deck, my uh, you know I, I I just you know when 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 I can play I just him, put it in the little play sleeve. him, and then when his ability triggers and he flips over to the other side, I just use the other one. Ah, uh, cool. And because they're removed from the game and they're not actually in the actual deck, it's no big deal. Um, right. But. Flip cards are annoying when it comes to sleeves because you can't use clear sleeves with them at all. It, it, they're just a pain in the ass. Anyway, anyway, so like I'm building an Urabras commander deck and I bought um, maybe half the cards for it. It cost me $30. It's a lot for a card. There's 100 cards in a commander deck and like 40 of them are basic land. Or well, not maybe not basic lands, but just land cards in general, like, you know, 30 five to 42 you know it's somewhere around there depending on the deck composition so really your deck is only like 55 to 60 cards or something 
around there. So I bought maybe 30 ish, maybe a little less cards than that for 30 bucks. It's brutal. And I, and I left out the high dollar cards, the cards that were between like three and $8 a piece. Oof. Yeah. I'll save that bullet for later. I don't buy cards that are more than $10 unless they're named Miriam. She's worth every every penny. Every penny. Anyway, we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll do the Pokemon of the day as voted by our Patreon members. If you would like to get on top of that and help decide what Pokemon we talk about on the latter half of the show, check us out on patreon.com slash poddog. Thank you so much, Cisco M, Ken P, Steffi L, Mom, Mine. Is that everybody? I feel like there's one more. I feel like there is one more. God damn it. I'm always like... I've done this so much that it's a just a monstrous pain when like my brain just your brain explodes. farts. Yeah, and I'm so and I feel shit shitty about it too. You know. Well, it happened. Brains, uh, Steve S. Steve S. Mom, I say Ken P. There we go. Cisco M. And Steffi L. There we so, go. Uh, yeah. How could I? How could I possibly have forgotten <laughs> our literal first patron? I love yeah. you, buddy. Um, so yeah, right. uh, we'll be right back after these messages. God damn it! Someday, someday, but not today. Gracie, this show is brought to you by. I I legitimately don't know. <laughs> uh, what? Gracie, sometimes. life is is hard and you know those ads where like when you're not feeling right and you want to talk to a a camp counselor over the phone and if you don't find the right one for you you can always request a new one with no questions asked Uh uh-huh this is not an ad about that this is more like if your blood is dirty and you need it cleaned uh what's that called dilation desolation dissolution De- oh, uh, de- um, de- de- hold de- on, de- don't say de- it. De- no, dialysis. Dialysis. If you need dialysis, the dialysis. Uh, look, there's only one place to go to get your blood filtered, get all of the bad and, and, and the awful things out of it, including all your sadness, all your rage. All your urge to burn every city you come across into cinders. All your violent blood? That's right. It's Violent Blood Filtering Services by Gary Dose. Oh. Gracie, we had your blood filtered to get all the violence out, and that's why you're so sleepy this morning. Yeah, but the sadness is still there. Uh, we're gonna have to send you back through. <laughs> a Gary dose literally just clamps down on the bot on your little toesies and just sucks no. out the blood and then spits it right back into your mouth after it's filtered out. No. Also, don't touch my toes. Use offer code after dark rise slash Gracie's toes twenty twenty three, and you'll receive ten percent off your next order of getting your bl- violent blood sucked through your toe. Violent blood filtering <laughs> services. I thought you were gonna say ten percent off my toes. Get yours today. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my gosh, we're back. Do it. We're back. We're back. We're back and there and and we're a snack. Um we're back Hot from the totally real ad. I don't know what it was for because it was, you know, recorded in a, Yeah. It was recorded after the fact and then inserted in as as all our ads are. Um mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. thank you, dear sponsor, for your patronage. We do appreciate you. And yeah. I believe that offer code if you need it was uh after dark rye X Gracie's toes hashtag oh my God. uh lick 'em good. <laughs> and the our Pokemon, as voted on by our Patreon members, it's Charizard. Uh, Charizard. I mean, indeed. Indeed, who could not? Yeah, it's true. Charmander's 
He's he's Ultra. an icon of Pokemon. Arguably, I mean, I would say as or at least very much as recognizable to the Pokemon brand as Pikachu. I would agree with that. Like every every like ad like you see is rather Pikachu or Charizard. Yeah, like every hedge fund manager knows that a Charizard Pokemon card is worth millions. Um, so like even even up in the upper echelons of the elite. They know what a Charizard is just based on that fact alone. But uh, Charizard is the flame Pokemon. And we're going to start with my boy Charmander. Do it. Charmander, number four, the lizard Pokemon evolves in Charmeleon at level 16 and Charizard at level 36. And along with Bulbasaur and Squirtle are the OG starter Pokemon from red, green, blue, fire red, and leaf green. Uh, Gracie, do, who did you pick originally in the, those original games? Oh my god. I think I picked Charmander. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I take like it back. I I, there are plenty plenty of times when I played those games where I picked uh, Bulbasaur as well. But, I do um, love Bulbasaur too. But I obviously, feel like I picked Charmander like the first time. Yeah. Obviously, it prefers hot places. When it rains, steam is said to spout from the tip of its tail. Oh, remember the anime? It was abandoned on the rock. And Dude, got rained on. Almost died. so like obviously like, my son is like that age now. He's starting to watch him. He, we watched that one, and he was like, "Charmander's sad," and I'm like, "Yeah, buddy," and I'm like crying in the corner, like, "Yeah, buddy, he's sad," <laughs> he's... and like, I don't know. My kid has like super in touch with his emotions, so it's like uh -huh. super sweet. But also like one of those things where I was just like trying not to cry. Also, um, but the, I remember that as a kid too. Like that hurt my heart, man. Yeah, I wanted to the... take that Charmander in and like. It's a literal, uh, just, it's a shared experience that we all have with Pokemon. We all know yeah. about Ash's uh, abandoned Charmander that almost died, and he was very sad, and then later evolved into a Charizard that was just a fucking prick. A dick. Just I a know. dick. He's like, you know, Ash, he's like, I love you, but I don't respect you. I'm big and bad now, and I'm Not only gonna, friend. yeah, I'm only gonna, you know, he I'm was like, like do what you want when you, when you really need me to do what you want. Like, when lives are on the line, that's when I'll follow through. Peak teenager energy. Oh, uh, but what an icon. Uh, the flame at the tip of its tail makes a sound as it burns. You can only hear it in quiet places, and even the newborns have flaming tails. Unfamiliar with fire, babies are said to accidentally burn themselves. Hold on. I need to see a newborn Charmander. Go ahead. Uh, the flame on its tail shows the strength of its life force. If it's weak, the flame also burns weakly. Oh, I meant in real life. If it's healthy, the flame burns brightly. Oh, go ahead. Google. Google's it. No, I know. I meant, like, I want to see one in real life. Uh, like a baby Charmander. If it's healthy, the flame on the tip of its tail will burn vigorously, even if it gets a bit wet. Yeah, well, same. The flame that burns <laughs> on the tip of its tail is an indication of its emotions. The flame wavers when Charmander is enjoying itself. If the Pokemon becomes enraged, it burns fiercely. <laughs> From the time it is burn burn? From the time it is born, a flame burns at the tip of its tail. Its life would end if it's if it ever were to go out. That's so, I hate that. It's so sad. It is very sad. Uh a lot of this is just a lot of the same. Okay. What's the next one then? I'm working on it. Okay. Sorry. The fire on the tip of its tail is a measure of its life. And if it's healthy, it burns intensely. That's it. That's so precious. It's not in... Oh, yeah, I guess in some of the later games here, uh, you know, it's you can get one in Paldea in Scarlet and Violet, but it has no Pokedex entry. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, because you have Charizard. It was in raids, so you can breed it. That's how I got it. I got one through the mystery trade, too, because I'm cool. Nice. Uh, decent shiny. It's yellow. Yeah, it's not as noticeable as some of them, but it's still, like, a good... New Way released a $1 coin featuring Charmander as part of a commemorative promotion for the Pokemon franchise, with Charmander on one side and the Nation's Code of R's on the other. I don't know what the Nation of New Way is. Uh, in Gen 1, on its sprite and first artwork, uh, Charmander's back is depicted as having a small line of spikes 
The spikes were not shown in the sprites and artwork of later generations. Blue's Charmander also had these spikes in the Pokemon Adventures manga, where the spikes were larger and easier to use. Uh, the spikes were also seen in Green's, Green's Charmander from the Pokemon Pocket Monsters manga. Charmander, also, go ahead. Look how cute it is. If you're watching this on the thing, this is a DeviantArt page by Tico Pets, but look how cute this thing is. Uh, like. That's pretty adorable. Precious. Okay, continue. Charmander, Cyndaquil, and the respective evolutionary lines have exactly the same base stats in the same distribution. And Charmander's hand has an inconsistent number of fingers in its design. The original sprites uh, featured three oh. fingers, while artwork by Ken Sugimori drew based on those sprites had four fingers. Currently, the trading card game, anime, including movies and specials, artwork unrelated, and games and merchandise use a three-fingered hand design, while which was made by Atsuko Nishida. And while the 3D models and the artwork based on those, such as the one made for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, feature the four-fingered hand design. Oh, wow. That's something that I definitely would not have noticed. I've never noticed that. Uh, and it was... Its design is based on a salamander lizard. Wow. Uh, next, we have Charmeleon, number five, the flame Pokemon. He's a rude dude with attitude. <coughs> Char -char. Uh, when it swings its burning tail, it elevates the temperature to unbearably high levels. You mean Charmeleon. Oh, yeah. I was taking Charmander, so. Yeah. Tough fights could excite this Pokemon. When excited, it may blow out bluish-white flames. It appears <clears throat> to be very vicious. It attacks with razor-sharp claws and won't stop until the enemy is defeated. It is very hot-headed by nature, so it constantly seeks opponents. It calms down only when it wins. It has a barbaric nature. In battle, it whips its fiery tail around and slashes away with sharp claws. If it becomes agitated during battle, it will spout intense flames, incinerating its surroundings. Wow. It, it is very hot-headed by nature. Oh, I already said that one. It mercilessly destroys its foes using its sharp claws. Yeah. Yeah. Without pity, its sharp claws destroy foes. No pity here. It lashes about with its tail to knock down its foe. It then tears up the fallen opponent with sharp claws. I'm starting to see Checks a out. trend. Trend, yeah. When it swings its burning tail, it elevates the air temperature to unbearably high levels. In the Rocky Mountains, where it lives, th their fiery tails shine at night like stars. Well, like it lives in the Rocky Mountains, but it's like... You never see them there. It's also snowy there? Yeah, in the Rocky Mountains... Uh, I mean, it could be like a desert or something. In the Rocky Mountains, their fiery tail. So it's assuming that there's a place like where Charman Charmander's line is native to, which should be the case, right? right. Like every Pokemon should have like a native place where it's Area. from. Yeah. Although the starters, you never see that because they're starter Pokemon. You just where are they at in the ecosystem? We don't know. We don't know. I was thinking yeah. of like the actual Rocky Mountains, though. I like to assume. Oh, I see. I like to assume that like the starter Pokemon were so popular that they were literally like hunted to extinction in the wild and only exist mm. as you know like pets. Like that's happening to things like lizards and snakes and tarantulas. Like they're being harvested too fast from the wild, coupled with destruction of their habitat by human encroachment. Um, that that's actually a bunch a of them are. Um... Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say a bunch of them are going extinct in the wild, but they're not fully extinct because they still exist in people's collections or they're as pets, you know, in the pet shop. Uh, axolotls are that way. They're like very rare in the um, oh, wild, yeah. but they're but they're super popular in um, captivity. They really are. Uh, they make yep. good pets. They are wonderful. Uh, but they're but also axolotls are so easy to breed that you are unlikely to like go to like a, a pet store or a show. And and buy a wild caught one, like they're no, they're all bred. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I used to have them, and like they, like uh, you had to make sure you don't get a male and a female because they will lay hundreds of eggs in your aquarium. So, so I imagine that whatever wherever Charmander was from, where it would light the night sky, they probably built a Walmart there, and you can only uh, get one in like a captive bred Charmander nowadays. Which is why you ended Walmart. up with a starter. Uh, in the, it has a barbaric nature. In battle, it whips its fiery tail around. It's constantly seeking opponents. It, Constant. Mm -hmm. It'll fight a tree if it has to. Maybe. That's pretty much it. I like it. 
Uh, shiny, also yellow. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, it's the flame Pokemon, which is uh, shares that uh, title with uh, Charizard, Flareon, Cantonian Moltres, and Infernape. I've always wondered if every single one is different or if there are some duplicates. So that answers. Uh, there's that definitely question. a lot of duplicates because I think there's plenty of like mouse Pokemon or small bird Pokemon or whatever. I'm sure. I always thought they like changed the name just a little bit, but maybe not. Charmeleon and Quilava and their respective evolutionary lines have exactly the same base stats in the same distribution. In Gen 9, Charmeleon and Charizard cannot learn Metal Claw via TM, but Charmander can. Additionally, Charmeleon cannot learn Focus Blast via TM, but Charmander and Charizard can. Oh. And it's based off of lizards. Wow. 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 And then the big bad Charizard boy. Evolves from Charmeleon at level 36. It is the final form of Charmander, and it has three other forms. Mega Charizard X, Mega Charizard Y, and Gigantamax form Charizard. All of them look fucking rad. I am... I always forget which number it is, or which letter it is, but I really love... The black one? Everyone loves the black one. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves the black one... The wings I like get, it, no, I like it when it's shiny because it's like green. Well, oh yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but also because it's got it's the cool. blue fire like like pouring out from yeah. the sides of its mouth. It's got like the jagged wings. Like it looks just and it changes the base color Charizard from red to black, black and yeah. blue. And it looks sick. I think uh, that's cool. Mega Charizard X, by the way. By the way, Charizard is not a dragon. He's fire flying, but Mega Charizard X is fire dragon. Uh, he finally Mega... reaches dragon status. And Mega Charizard Y, which basically just looks like a buffer <laughs> version of regular Charizard, is a st- it maintains fire flying and no color change. Funny story, right. my my kiddo was trading Pokemon cards. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again real quick. He had a Mega Charizard X yeah. card, like a very nice looking one. I think I looked it up and it was like worth fifty bucks or something. And I said never. I said never trade this card, and he did. And He's the like, reason okay, why he did. Yeah, well, the reason why he did was because he was conned. They said, oh, that's not, that's a fake card. It can't be real. Ch- Charizard's not a dragon type. And he believed it, and he traded the card away. And he's like, oh, it's okay, Brad, it wasn't real. And I go, why? And he's like, Charizard's not a dragon type. I'm like, that one was, and I had to show him on the internet where Mega Charizard X was uh, a dragon type and it broke his soul here's the thing though is he will always remember that story and here's the thing too is he will never trust anyone ever again and he'll do <laughs> his own research that's what I, and Maybe. i told him well he's he's too young to do his own research now but that's what i told him like i know if you're but... ever in doubt about a card like before Just trading wait. it wait wait till the next day and come talk to me first yeah uh but no that's hard that's a hard that... thing to learn it is, um, and it's and something like that has happened to all of us at some point. Oh yeah, like right now, I'm trying to sell a couch, and I'm getting people from Russia and stuff that are like, "Oh, let me pay you the cashier's check, and and then I'll have a crew come pick it up." And I'm like, <laughs> no, you're gonna come in person, and you're gonna pay in cash, and you're gonna leave with it the same day. Yep, and you have to come where where pick it up. Where are those people at today? They got they they certainly ain't blowing up my inbox now. Uh, spits fire that is hot enough to melt boulders, known to cause forest fires unintentionally. Hang on, let's Google this real quick. Poor guy. Why is that a poor guy? Because he causes forest fires. He doesn't mean to. How hot to melt boulders? We'll just say rocks. It's going to depend on the mineral of the rock. Needs to be uh, between 600 and 1300 degrees Celsius or 1100 and 2400 degrees Fahrenheit to melt a rock, turning it into a substance called magma. So it basically can make volcanoes if it wants to. It is. Uh, When expelling a blast of super hot fire, the red flame at the tip of its tail burns more intensely. Its fiery breath reaches incredible temperatures. It can... Quickly melt glaciers weighing 10,000 tons. So Charizard is behind global warming. Uh, Damn it, Charizard. He's burning down forests and melting the ice caps. Yeah. What are you doing, buddy? (laughs) No wonder we needed to make them extinct. If Charizard becomes furious, (laughs) the flame at the tip of its tail flares up into a whitish blue color. Um, It can melt almost anything. Its breath inflicts terrible pain on enemies, I, I imagine. 
Well, at yeah. The, at least the wound would be cauterized, I guess. Uh, it, after you're dead. It uses its wings to fly high. The temperature of its fire increases as it gains experience in battle. Uh, if it becomes furious, the tail flares up in a whitish-blue color, flies around the sky in search of powerful opponents. Uh, it can melt anything. It, it never turns its fiery breath on any opponent weaker than itself. So then it just doesn't use it then. Um, yeah, that's weird. A Charizard flies around looking strong. I basically just said that. However, it'll never torch a weaker foe. Its wings can carry this Pokemon close to an altitude of 4,600 feet. It, all right. It blows out very hot fire at very high temperatures. So it goes all the way up into the sky, 4,600 okay. feet. And then it blows out fire at very high temperatures. Ergo, hole in the ozone layer. What? Charizard. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? What'd, what'd you say? <laughs> it's it, the 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 Pokedex entry for Fire Red says its wings can carry this Pokemon close to an altitude of four thousand six hundred. No, no, feet. I didn't hear the last like thing you it, said. It blows out time. fire at very high temperatures. So I'm saying Charizard flies up four thousand six hundred feet. Yeah. Uh, then it blows out those extremely hot fires that we know uh -huh. can melt boulders, uh -huh. and ergo, a uh, hole in the ozone layer. Oh. Ozone. Got it. That's so the word I didn't hear. It's responsible for the hole in the ozone layer, uh, global warming, melting our ice caps, and forest fires. Charizard needs to go to, like, Environment 101. Mm-hmm. Needs to read up on his uh, global climate literature. Chill out, chill out, Charm or Charizard. Chill out. I mean, so, like he, I don't know. So forty six hundred feet is about is less than a mile. So that's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's not that high, but it's pretty, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like it's high so for like zero point eight miles. Um. Like planes fly at like thirty thousand feet, so yeah, yeah. So he's he's not even he's barely in the atmosphere. It's high for us, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it spits fire that is hot enough to melt boulders. Oh yeah, it causes forest fires by blowing flames. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much more of the same. The colossal flame-winged figure of a Charizard was brought about by Gigantamax Energy! Ba, ba, ba. The flame inside its body burns hotter than 3,600 degrees Fahrenheit. When Charizard roars, that temperature climbs even higher. Um, that's for Gigantamax. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. No, that makes sense. Uh, and let's see here. For trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Uh, good shinies. Yeah. Uh, regular Charizard is black. Uh, Mega Charizard X is the greenish color, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, Charizard Y is not black, but it's more like a beet blue. Mm -hmm. Purple. Uh, and then Gigantamax Charizard is also kind of like a deep purple. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, shares its its thing, the flame Pokemon with Charmeleon, Charizard, Flareon, Moltres, Infernape, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Charizard and Mewtwo share several mega evolutionary uh, mega evolution similarities. Both Pokemon are the only ones to have two mega evolutions instead of one. Both their Y mega evolutions were introduced before their X ones. Both Pokemon changed their typing in their X mega evolutions while they remain the same type in their Y ones. Oh wow! Somebody Prior, was in like the uh, planning meeting. We're like, all right, let's do these two now. Yeah, they're basically like, let's pick the two most popular that aren't Pikachu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Prior to Gen six. Charizard and Rhyhorn shared nearly the same cry. This cry was updated and reused for Mega Charizard Y. It holds the distinction of being the first Pokemon to appear in the Japanese version of the anime, as it is the first one to appear in the opening. However, outside of Japan, Mewtwo is the first to appear. What? Yeah. There you go. I feel like I remember Charizard being first. I don't know. Maybe um not. It is the only Pokemon in Super Smash Bros. series that transitioned from a Pokeball Pokemon to a playable character. I thought Lucario was also playable. I no. honestly don't remember that one. 
Uh, Charizard and Jetonian Typhlosion, along with their respective evolutionary lines, have exactly the same base stats and the same distribution. Charizard was the focus of Pokemon Center promotions in April 2010. Thanks for that. Mega Charizard Y has the highest base special attack stat of all fire types. And it was the inspiration for the naming of Chilicola Charizard, a species of stem-nesting bees. The discoverer, Spencer K. Moncton, was inspired to name the species after Charizard thanks to its mountainous habitat and the orange coloration found in the first specimen he observed. Hold on, you need to send that to Cody right now. I need right to now. send that to Cody right now. I will do right that after the show. Now. But also, like, you would think that they would name Charizard, like, a new species, that, like, after a lizard, right? You would have thought. Yeah, but if that's, like, your line of work, you're like, I want to make this a bee. I mean, yeah, you know I'm not going to be that critical. Um, Charizard is the only Pokemon not in the Alola of Pokedex to be a ride Pokemon in Sun and Moon, where it's unobtainable via normal gameplay in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh my uh, gosh, Mewtwo is the first one. Wow. Sorry, I went to go look it up. That's cool. And then no, Mew. I'm glad for confirmation. Charizard is the only Yeah, because they like show up in the middle and they're like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. And, and yeah. then and then And yeah. as a kid, you're like, what the hell is that? Charizard is the only non-Galar starter Pokemon to be in the Galar Pokedex in the base game of Sword and Shield. Yeah, because they introduced it later. Uh, it is the most common Pokemon found amongst champions, being used by four of them. And because of its beauty and elegance, Drift Veil Drawbridge is also referred to as Charizard Bridge. I don't think about Charizard when I think of beauty and elegance, but sure. Uh, uh, I think elegance, maybe not beauty. I don't know. It's pre-evolved forms in Mega Charizard X were designed by Atsuko Nishida, and it is Nishida's favorite Pokemon. That's, that's cute. Uh, in the Pokemon of the Year poll held by the Pokemon Company in 2020, Charizard was voted the most popular Generation 1 Pokemon, receiving 93,968 votes. It was also the fourth most popular Pokemon overall. That means it beat out Pikachu. So I wonder I wonder what what the other one... Because there's three other non-Gen 1 Pokemons that were more popular. You know what I mean? Like, what... Oh, what other ones were super popular? So I'm on the list now. Number, do you want to? Do you want to guess? You'll, wait, you're going to be shocked by at least two of these. Okay, wait. So, give me the criteria. They're not Just... Gen One. So Charizard is the highest ranking Gen One Pokemon. Okay. What uh, is the at other... number four? So there's three more above it that are not Gen One Pokemon, and they're more popular than Charizard. Not Gen One. They're not Gen 1, the top three most popular Pokemon as voted on by the public. What year was this? 2020. Okay, so like... So they probably gathered the stats in 2019. Okay. Um, February 2020. So I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. It was, the, the voting was from February 2020. That's when it started. Sorry. Okay. Um... Oh, Blissey? You think Blissey was voted top three Pokemon of all time? Oh, all time. Yeah, this is all time, like popular, oh, like um, like trying to find the most popular Rayquaza. Pokemon of all time. Uh, that's a great guess, but Rayquaza is number eight. Oh. And not Gen One. And it's um, not Gen One. You give up? One of the EV evolutions. Uh, incorrect. Okay, yeah, first, I don't know then. The first EV evolution is Umbreon at number five, and then Sylveon at number six. Uh, I'll go ahead and just give you number ten is Gengar, number nine is Gardevoir, eight is Rayquaza, seven is Garchomp, six is Sylveon, five is Umbreon, four is Charizard. Number three coming in at ninety nine thousand seventy seven votes. That's that's like six, you know, <laughs> five thousand more votes than Charizard got. Uh, is Mimikyu? Uh, I mean, it's Pikachu S. I could see that being super popular. I I think I don't know. It's got like lore on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's got it's, like a weird story, and it's adorable. Uh, I, I then like above Mimikyu at the number two spot at one hundred two thousand two hundred fifty nine votes, and I can't believe this because I refuse to believe these people actually exist. Is Lucario? Um, you know why? They're always shoving Lucario shit down our throats, Do trying you know to why? get us convince us that Lucario is popular. No, I don't know why. It's got the okay. So this is like. The internet being creepy, it has, like, like big hips. Okay, moving on. People are weird. Number one, 
uh, at a staggering, I mean, not even close, 140,559 votes. Uh, I mean, that's a considerable amount more, is Greninja. What? I I buy Greninja being top three, but I don't see it beating Charizard, which is surprising. I don't even, like, know. I mean, I guess I came into the games later, right? So, like, I don't... Greninja's really popular. Like, I'm not is discounting... I'm not discounting that Greninja is super popular. I just would not have picked it over Charizard. No. I'd have put Charizard at like probably one or two for most popular. So this is surprising to me. I do remember when it came out in Go, people were super excited because everyone was going to use it for PvP and then it's not good for PvP. I do remember that. What's your favorite region? In, in, in like the universe of uh, Pokemon? Yeah. Um, no, real life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, like, it depends on, are we talking just like... Just pick one, guy. No, I want to know, are you talking about, like, landscape or just Pokemon? Pokemon! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the la- yeah, the landscape, Gracie. Wh- which region of Pokemon has your favorite? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, don't... What was your favorite game, then? What's yours? My favorite Pokemon game? Yeah. What's your favorite region? Probably X and Y. So what is that, Unova? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, I do know. But... Chandelure was the most popular Unova Pokemon. That's, I mean... That's surprising to me. Um... Chandelure out of all of them? I like Chandelure. I like Chandelure too, but... Oh, wait, no, that's not X and Y. I'm sorry. Hang on mm. a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay, X and Y is Kalos. I'm sorry. So Kalos is my favorite. I feel like I don't... So Kalos, number one is Greninja. So there you go. Two is Sylveon. Uh... Three is Age Slash. I got you. Um... I don't know. I mean, I like... <sighs> I don't know. I like the, like, Sinnoh, Hisuian, like... Add-on. I think that's pretty cool. Hisui is not represented in this voting, at least not yet. Okay. So, like, maybe, uh, like, that would be a thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> I like the Paldea stuff, too. And it's also probably too... It's also not represented. It's probably too, too new for that. Um, that's let's fair. Let's see... Kanto! Uh... The most popular Kanto Pokemon is Charizard, followed by mm. Gengar, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Eevee, Dragonite, Mew, Mewtwo, Arcanine. Why Gengar? Labra. People just really love Geng- ghost Pokemon? Gengar is, Gengar is super popular. Who would have guessed? I lost my I mean, spot. I guess it's like popular in like cards and stuff. I just... Uh... The current design of a shiny Charizard was first seen in official art from 2001 between the releases of Crystal and Ruby and Sapphire. It appears in Pokemon Battle Chess and behaves like the Bishop piece in chess, but it can also move one square backwards. And Diamond and Pearl is the only anime series to not feature a Charizard in any capacity. Wow. In Gen 9, Charizard is unable to learn both Metal Claw and False Swipe via TM, while its Prevolutions can learn False Swipe and Charmander can learn Metal Claw. We said that. Cool. Cool. We did it. Yay! So Charizard needs to learn a recycle. Mm-hmm. And um, not burn holes in the ozone layer. Mm-hmm. And not melt our ice caps. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. He needs to go to Environment Sensitivity 101. Environ- environmental Terrorist. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> environmental Terror. Eco- Eco-Terrorist Charizard. Eco-Friendly. Yeah. Uh, rehab. Not rehab. But rehabilitation. So it was me and Charizard, uh, and we were doing a show called Pokemon After Dark Rye, and mm-hmm. Charizard snorted at me wondering, why isn't the show called, why Why do you carry a Charmander around with you if it's called Dark Rye? Wouldn't you be with a Dark Rye? Like, that's, it doesn't make any sense, Brett. And I was like, you know what? Talk to Brett three or four or five years ago and tell him that, yeah, it would make more sense if if it was so, it was me and Darkrai, but it's not. Darkrai is he's a, he's beyond my my capabilities. Trapped 
forever on Route 10. I feel like I feel like Darkrai is like the Overlord, and like with, you and Charmander are just like with my Char chugging along. Well, yeah, well, my wet Charmander, he's very wet at all times. Yeah. My poor guy. Ooh. Okay. Ew. Uh, and then so Charizard was like, I don't want. I'm tired of your fucking excuses. So, uh, do you know what happened next, Gracie? He probably um, burned the shit out of you because he, he was mad. He used flamethrower and burned the shit out of me because he was mad. And after you uh, get a Charizard, Darkrai will. Oh, I didn't make, make this so a... easy. Okay. No, you didn't. Hold on. <laughs> After you get a Charmander, Darkrai will make it banter. Grand, grander. B banter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> After you, you get a Charmander, uh, Darkrai won't put up with that slander. You think that as an English teacher, I'd be better at rhyming shit, but I'm not. Charmander, uh, Darkrai will come and make things grander. Uh, Charmander, Darkrai... Well, eat you with a sander. Darkrai will cook you up and eat you like a salamander. I don't know. Mm. Well, come at you with a sander. You, you got the sander. sander. A, bl a blander? blander. In West Virginia now, <laughs> where we put our Charmanders in a blander. A blander. Charmander, Charmander brand blenders. Uh oh, I think I know <gasps> what next week is gonna be. Yeah. Shit.